How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the You Know Adam Same podcast, where you get to know a little bit more about people, their passions, and all things business. Today, I have Kyle Briley on the show, who is the president of the K9, Georgia K9 Foundation. That's right. And he is someone that I've actually known for quite some time now. Kyle, welcome to the show. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, thank you so much. So, Kyle, tell me a little bit about kind of like who you are, how you grew up, and I guess a little bit more about like the things that you do. Sure. So, uh, my name's Kyle Briley. I've been working at the Statesboro Police Department for the past 12 years. I've been a handler for about six, and the president of the Georgia Police Canine Foundation for about four. Okay. Yep. Uh, so how, I mean, was that something that was always a passion of yours or did you always like kind of like working with dogs? Did you know that this was something that you wanted to move towards? So before I got into law enforcement, I kind of knew that I wanted to get involved in some type of specialized unit, uh, more like a drug unit. But when I was coming through uh, different special assignments, uh, I kind of looked at like the handlers and saw that it was pretty cool and then started asking them questions and training with them and then eventually put in for it and got it. Very nice, very yeah. nice. So uh, you had been working with uh, canines for a while at this point before you became the president of the Georgia Foundation. Right, so I was a handler for about two years and then I started the foundation. Okay, so tell me about, so you are the founding member of, right. the, of the Georgia Canine Foundation. Yes, sir. And what is it that they do? So what we do is we assist active and retired law enforcement canines. There's a huge gap, I think people right now, especially... Uh, with everything that's going on, can see that training for just general law enforcement is kind of lacking in some areas and in some departments. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's no different than within the canine. And, and something interesting that people don't know much about is Georgia, the state of Georgia, does not have standards set for canines. So there's no state certification for canines, but you can go get certified through a national organization. Interesting. But, yeah, but the state of Georgia doesn't require it. It's the agencies, like my department requires us to certify it annually with our dogs, but okay. the state doesn't require it at all. Okay, so uh, are we just a little bit behind in the state of Georgia in regards to like kind of like the implementation of this type of, you know, certification or what, what, what's happening there? Right, I wouldn't really say that we're behind. There's a lot of states that don't have it. Um, when you start, when it's not in existence, and then you want to put it in existence, a lot of politics and egos get involved uh, in law enforcement in general. And then when you start breaking it down in specialized units or specialized divisions, a lot of people have it their way, their only way, a lot of a different opinion. So I'm sure the state has considered it, but they yeah. kind of want to go about it the, the politically correct way. So the foundation, I guess, is a way for you know you to kind of like bring awareness to the topic, right? Right. I mean, so we, we bring awareness to all types of topics. Like okay. uh, we provide ballistic vests for dogs to help protect them while they're oh, while cool. they're working. Heat alarm systems, which is what I had to go check when sure. right before we got started, to take it keeps the temperature um, at a, a degree where the dog is comfortable within the car. And then we're also able to supply them with, with handlers with like training, proper training and training equipment, because it's not just like what you see on YouTube or any other uh, social media outlet where you just send a dog and they go bite someone. It's cool to see, but there's a lot of technique, of course. a lot of different equipment that goes into that. And we want to make sure that the teams throughout, at least throughout the state of Georgia, are getting the proper training and the training, training equipment. So one, one of the questions I have, I guess, for you is like, you know, um, before you, so you were a handler for a period of time, about two years before you started the foundation. What encouraged you to start that foundation? So whenever I get involved in something, I try to 
make a difference or be part of something that uh, will will be more than what it actually is. You sure. Know? Uh, and I just saw that there was a little bit of a like some lack of awareness within the canine community. Um, you know, we first wanted to help retired canines because sure. what happens is after a dog retires, most of the time the handler will take on the responsibility for the dog. And with that comes uh, the financial responsibility. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my personal opinion is that the dog has served the community. And most of the time when they retire, it's because of issues that happened at work, like work-related issues over a period of time, like hip dysplasia or something like that. Like they have hip issues. Mm -hmm. Well, that came from working. Mm -hmm. And so I've, you know, personally felt that the city or the county or whoever uh, should assist with this dog after the fact. And so whenever we started doing that, like raising awareness about retired canines, I saw that a lot of people wanted to know more about dogs in general, mm -hmm. all the way from how they're trained all the way up to when they retire. So take me through like a typical day. Um, this, uh, your canine, which is the name? Rio. Rio. Mm -hmm. uh, the Rio, which, who you were, I guess he stays with you. Does he live right. with, at your house? Yeah, he does. Uh, and then, so every day when you're going to work, you just kind of like get him ready to, and then take him to work. And he's always just by your side. Right. He's, okay. uh, he's, he's right there with me 24 seven. There are some agencies out there that don't uh -huh. have it like that, but I'd say 99% do to where they're pretty much your partner and they're with you 24 seven. And, you, house and, and you form like that real close bond with, right. I mean, because you're with him like right. pretty all much the all the time. Mm -hmm. How is that? Is, is Rio at work different than Rio at home? Uh, way different really yeah he has a switch um when he's at home he's sleeping a lot he's uh -huh. snapping when he's at work he's always looking out the window ready to work ready to do something and you mentioned switch is that something that is trained into these uh canines some some dogs have it uh -huh. some dogs are just 24 7 100 percent all the all time work. yeah okay so mine he's a single purpose narcotics detection dog so he doesn't have that that crazy drive Mm -hmm. like some of these other dogs do. Very nice. Uh, that's awesome that, you know, this foundation has been kind of founded uh, to kind of bring an awareness to the community. Um, for you, uh, when you kind of like uh, approach this, I see a lot of uh, content that's actually be <laughs> being created on your end. Uh, what is the kind of like mo motivation behind that? Um, so, for example, I saw the one where uh, you're kind of like going through the uh, different rooms and you're doing all these activities right. with the dog kind of like just you know, on, on the, on the arm. What, what is that kind of like for? So for that particular video? Sure. So, uh, are you talking about the one, the, the arm one, which one was that? Yeah. So, so, uh, the dog, I don't know how to, the yeah. proper term is latches onto the arm and uh -huh. then you have to sweep oh, the up challenge. the ball and, okay, the, and yeah, then yeah. you have to shoot something. Is that yeah. just like to kind of like, you know, showcase what these dogs are capable of or what, what's the, so that in particular video is that that's not what we do every training day. Right. Uh -huh. Um, that was just to kind of break up like a normal, typical training day of going through the things. But in that video, a lot of, if you know anything about dog training, you'll kind of see that we were putting them through, um, not, not stress in a bad way, but they do have to perform under stress, and so do handlers. And so handlers, for the handlers, sweeping up the thing with a dog attached to you. Now, 100% of the time, hopefully the dog is not, their own dog is not biting them sure, and having to sure, sweep anything course. or do perform any activity. But it puts them under stress and allows them to work through because we face stress every single day and so does the dog and so for the dog it's getting the dog acclimated to different environments 
there was different tile flooring, like carpet tile, dark rooms, noises opening the bottles and everything like that to get the dog to stay on the bite, to stay there, uh, and to work through it with the handler. Mm -hmm. So Very nice. Um, I also saw that, you know, I, I went on the website, took a look around, and there's actually products that you guys sell. Right. So what is the, I mean, is do you treat, you know, the K9 Foundation pretty much as kind of like a entity that's constantly trying to bring uh, money into the organization? Right. So we're a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Uh, we run based off of donations. Okay. And so we offer uh, merchandise in, in exchange for donations, you know, so it's not quote unquote merchandise, but it's. It's a, an appreciation gift back to those who want to donate X amount uh, on the shop that we have on the website. I got you. Uh, and then you treat it kind of like as a uh, pretty much like a business, right? There's, there's kind of like certain things that you have to do to make sure that all th those things are working for you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is, you know, I, I can't speak on running a, a, a business business, but sure. uh, this, this takes up a lot of time mm -hmm. and there's a lot of back background work that's happening between myself and the board members there's one in particular board member uh she's like the operations manager she she pretty much runs the day-to-day -day stuff uh that allows me to do this kind of stuff and to reach out to handlers and stuff and her name's tracy mallory i always have to give her a, a shout out for all the hard work that she does because we're all, an all-volunteer organization okay so i have this job and then she has a working you know a work uh, that she goes to, and then she also... It's time donated. Yeah, it's time donated. Okay. Um, for you, uh, this is going to be a fun question. Do you prefer, uh, I guess, canines, or do you prefer working with people? Uh, dogs. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And why is that the case? Uh, dogs are a little bit more predictable. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, people, I, I think, at the very least, are very, very unpredictable. Yeah, I like people, but you know, yeah. dogs are a little bit more predictable, and you can read them a little bit, and you kind of know what's about to happen. So. Understood, understood. Yeah. Uh, you know, challenges with kind of like starting a, uh, a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. what, what, what did you kind of like, in, like encounter when, you're, when you were going through this process? Right, so it's funny that you asked that because when I first developed this idea in my head, uh, I took it to somebody who was a little higher rank than I was to mm -hmm. just make sure that everybody was on the same page. And, uh, and, and I'm going to summarize it. But basically, that, that person told me that it wasn't going to make it. Okay. Right? So, um, and that running a nonprofit's more than what you think. And I mean, a lot of it came from a good place. Sure. But it came off uh, probably, I probably perceived it in a way that it probably shouldn't have been perceived. But the challenges were to overcome people saying that it wasn't going to be anything sure, and that it was new. So whenever I would address this with handlers who I don't know, like in other agencies and other uh, counties, once again, going back to the ego thing, right? So mm -hmm. they would kind of feel a little hesitant, like, oh, who's this guy? I don't know him. He's only been a handler for two, three years at the time. Uh, is he trying to like take over how we do things? Is he trying to change the way that we do things? And that's not the case. We're not trying to do that. We're just trying to make sure everybody's on the same page and moving forward to the right place where canine needs to be. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, over a couple of years, those same people are now the biggest supporters. So I'm I don't scared. care. I don't care what time they hop on the train, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they're on the train now, and, and that's what we need. That's awesome. It's interesting that someone, you know, initially when you bring this idea to said, said no, this is not something that you want to be involved with. I mm -hmm. think, you know, a lot of times in business and, and different things that we all like want to achieve, that dream is like what we want. Right. And for somebody to kind of like say, hey, like, are you sure this is what you want? And for you to fight through that, I think right. is huge. Because obviously he has, 
you know, I'm imagining that this person had experience on right. you. Right. So, a lot of experience, you know, and especially on paper, he had more experience. Uh, but maybe it was the way that I presented it. You mm-hmm. know, it was kind of all over the place sure. at the beginning. I'm sure people, when they have their ideas, it's just kind of all over. And then whenever we were able to tighten that up and I was able to get a good, strong board with me, like mm-hmm. the board members, uh, we, we've been we've been doing really well since then. That's so is anybody that's a canine handler automatically part of the association or how does that work? Right. So we, everybody's part of it, like community okay. members and, uh, and, and canine handlers. Whoever wants to be part is a hundred percent allowed in. Right. Okay. So we tried to differentiate. I can't say that word. That's we okay. try to be a little different uh-huh. than uh, an association because we don't want to separate ourselves from the community. Understood. We want the community to to back us up as well. What is the dream, the ultimate dream of the Georgia K-9 uh, Association? Yeah, so it's a little odd to say this, but essentially in the end, and it's so far away, is that we wouldn't have to exist, mm. right? So essentially what a perfect world is that each agency is funding their K-9 units properly mm-hmm. and that each K-9 handler is getting the proper training and training equipment and that the dogs are taken care of after retirement. And we have a long way to go, but sure. it's, it's going that way. How many uh, canine handlers are there in the state of Georgia? We don't have a, like a set number, but it's well over a thousand that I can think of. And has that grown since that you've, you've been around, the organization itself? Right. So when I became a handler for the, the city of Statesboro, mm-hmm. it was just me. Okay. And now through... The years, I'm not saying contributing to the work that I did or the foundation did, but as we were raising awareness, uh, you know, six years ago, it was just me being a handler. And now, including the campus uh, that we have here, Georgia Southern, there's a total between us, the county and the Georgia Southern dogs, there's eight. Wow. So within six years, we've gone from one to eight. So why, why do you feel like there's been kind of like a resurgence of, is it resurgence or is this just the beginning of canine handling? Well, I think that people are starting to see like the deterring factor of this, the dogs being there is good in itself. But then mm-hmm. the dog pays for itself within a year. You can't put a price tag. You know, we have a dog, Canine Smokey, who's a bloodhound. And he's he's found he's found like one or two missing people within a wow. year that he's been. So, I mean, you can't really put a price tag on on what these dogs are capable of doing. Sure. Right. And so. You can argue about the detection side and, and the narcotics and if they should be legal or not. But, you know, regardless, you can't put a price tag on what these dogs are able to do. And are they usually so the, the application of canines are really in the realm of, I guess, a drug detection, uh, I guess, missing persons. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other things do they kind of like cover? So with the tracking and finding missing persons. Smokey's a bloodhound, so he doesn't have apprehension biting, mm-hmm. right? But we have other dogs oh, okay. that also apprehend. And so we're asking these dogs to go in under certain circumstances to apprehend these violent criminals that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have dogs for Georgia Southern that are bomb dogs. Okay. So they sweep the stadiums and they sweep, uh, you know, of course, COVID going on right now. But essentially, whenever they have these large social gatherings these dogs are able to to sweep and and, and keep everybody safe beforehand that's awesome uh you know take me through kind of like maybe the history because i'm not so familiar Mm -hmm. with the history of uh canines being used uh in in you know law enforcement uh is this something that's i guess newer and and like a new thing or so it's been around for a long time i just think that uh it hasn't been 
put out there, right? And so mm -hmm. social media has grown, which has allowed us to push it more out there. But it's 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 kind of sad to hear whenever I talk to people in different communities and they're like, well, I didn't even know we had a canine program. People love dogs and they want to know Absolutely. that we have dogs. Like they see police officers and they see sheriff and they're happy firefighters, everybody, first responders. That's right. They're all happy to see them. But there's something about a dog that people really want to know. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a disservice to not being put out there and telling your community that you have these dogs that are protecting people as well. That's huge. Um, for you, you know, uh, what, what are the things that uh, you continue to hope to achieve? What's next for, you know, the uh, association? You know, I, I just for now see that we want to continue to grow with our mission and raising awareness throughout the state of Georgia. Because without having that awareness there, people don't really buy in. Mm -hmm. They don't really understand what they're buying into if you don't show them what these dogs are capable of or what we're doing to make these dogs better. Mm -hmm. So we're going to continue to like put out content and we're mm -hmm. going to continue to try to raise awareness. And you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram uh, or YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, and those are our three major platforms. We have a website, but we don't put out a lot of content on there. It's just a generic information which will lead you to those other things and talk about the canine memorial we have so mm -hmm. uh the website is gpk9f.org and that's the letter k and then the number nine okay .org. very nice uh you know dogs is 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 something that's really fun i think uh people are naturally drawn to dogs just in general right uh but a dog in law enforcement is just like that next level so i think you know what you're doing for i guess the the community is amazing uh thank you so much for protecting you know everybody that that lives in statesboro and i guess across the state you right. know um in your mind is there an organization organization out there that you kind of like watch and try to emulate so like is there another canine canine foundation that you say okay these guys are doing it right well there are a lot of different uh groups like agencies that are doing it right they mm -hmm. have the right program so cherokee county of north georgia they they're doing a lot of good things and one of the best things that they have going on is that when the dog retires they maintain pretty much like it's city or county property per se, but it is, the handler is allowed to have custody of that dog and mm -hmm. they pay for the, the uh, vet bills and all oh, that wow. after they retire. So they have that going on really well. There's a lot of agencies out there that are training the correct way. Okay. Um, and, and I could name a bunch of them, but there's a the Cherokee. I just highlight Cherokee because they do the retirement thing, which is something that a lot of agencies don't do. Mm -hmm. uh, these dogs, when they when they come to you, do they already have a lot of these? Uh, I don't want to say uh, skill sets like already installed, and like right. do they already understand that you know how to you know mm -hmm. approach certain things? So with the way that my agency handles it is that we go to what we refer to as like a kennel. And the best way I can describe what a kennel is, is like it would be like a Walmart or a whatever shopping center that you want to refer to uh, with dogs that are available that are what we refer to as imprinted. Mm -hmm. Basically, they have, you know, 70 to 80 percent complete. They're pretty much complete mm -hmm. with what whatever uh, specific job you want them to do. And then usually the handler, whoever takes that dog, will get go to a school with a dog and then finish up that last little percent to build that bond mm. to figure out if there's any type of environmental issues with the dog or whatever the situation is. Do they? Uh, so does the dog choose the handler, or the, does the handler yeah. choose the dog? 
I would say it's both, uh -huh. right? So you have to you have to got to go with somebody that knows kind of what they're looking for because you can go down there and be like, well, I want that dog because the dog looks good, but that dog might not have the personality of the handler. Interesting, right? So we we went recently. It wasn't recently, but it was it was a, the last dog that we picked for the county. It was a first time handler, and there was a really good dog there. But there was another really good dog there, pretty much equal, right? But the other dog fit more well with the handler, size-wise and personality-wise. Interesting. And yeah, so the, if the handler had, like, a ton of experience, he probably could have handled uh, – I probably wouldn't have been able to handle the one dog that was really good because he was so big and so massive and uh, just very, very alpha. So, yeah. But the dog that, that we picked – was just as good it's just it was sure. just a good combination a good fit so how do how do you watch for that interact is it just kind of like you know when you're you know playing with the dog if there's like that chemistry there or what what is specifically are you looking for in those right cases? so first we're looking to see if the dog's able to perform mm -hmm. the duties and we put them through a couple of different tests that we specifically look for and everybody's different on what mm -hmm. what they want out of a dog uh, you know, I can definitely hear the passion that you have for, you know, the, the canines. It's something that, you know, does, uh, like, I hear it in your voice. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the questions I have is, did you, did you have any pets when you were growing up? So I had one, a couple pets, right? And, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't really know about being a canine handler. Like, I never, I never really, like, when I was little, was like, oh, I'm going to be a canine handler. Mm -hmm. I just always liked dogs. Sure. And uh, animals in general, but dogs mainly. And I don't know what it was about dogs. I just like dogs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Cats are cool too, but <laughs> they're not, I don't have a cat. I don't have the a title cat. of this show is going to be Cats Are Cool Too. <laughs> like Sometimes, it. right? Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, well, for those that don't know, if they want to find out more about mm -hmm. the Georgia Canine Association, where would they go? So you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. On our website is gpk9f.org. Uh, on Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, it's just Georgia Police Canine Foundation. Mm -hmm. uh, Kyle, thanks for uh, taking some time out of your day to yeah, come no speak problem. with us. Uh, is there anything else that you would like the audience to know? No, I appreciate the invite, man. You have good content. So. Thank you. Yes, thank sir. you. Well, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day. Yes, sir. You I too. appreciate it.